You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who's ready to light the lamp? Here's Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Good morning, good morning, hockey fans. Welcome to a new episode of Pucks and Bolts, an Odyssey original podcast analyzing the Tampa Bay Lightning and their quest to further cement this team as a hockey dynasty and Tampa Bay as a hockey town. Pucks and Bolts will bring you in-depth insight of games and practices and storylines of your favorite players and coaches multiple times a week. So be sure to download that Odyssey app to make everything convenient and easy. Hit that auto-download button so that those brand new episodes are just sitting there waiting for you. First thing in the morning, whenever there is a new Pucks and Bolts episode, you can also catch brand new episodes of Pucks and Bolts on any other of your favorite streaming platforms, i.e. Apple or Spotify. Share it with friends, family, and other hockey fans around. Guys, I am Casey Hudson, joined by my co-host Kaylee Mizell, and we are swinging in to a new week after a successful lightning weekend. Kaylee, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. It was a fantastic weekend for the Lightning. Uh, back-to-back wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 pumped. Um, <laughs> and just in time to kind of get things in order right before they start their West Coast trip. Um, yeah, it, it was a great weekend. Fantastic. Good to see them really kind of bounce back, take control of things, um, and play like the team that we know that they are. So I'm uh, you know, flying on cloud nine over here. I uh, have to give a shout out. It's my brother's birthday today. So happy oh, birthday, Chad. Happy birthday. Um, oldest. So, um, yeah, I think overall it was a great weekend. And, and yeah, get excited to, to head into things today. Feeling ready, pumped on a Monday. What about you, Case? Yeah, a great weekend is an is a nice addition to morning coffee, if you will. Um, <laughs> typically at this point, depending on how things go and in the football world, not so great. But hockey was a saving grace, if you will. Um, great, great weekend with the guys being able to collect some points there. They were away Friday, um, got to go to the game Saturday. And I'm, I, I, I beg to differ or I beg to plead that there's no atmosphere like the lightning's atmosphere. There's I've been to a few different teams, hockey games. Um, I kind of adopted the Vegas golden Knights as a backup team, not as a bandwagoner guys. So relax. Um, I was doing outsource coverage for them for, for two seasons. So mm-hmm. out of all the places that I've gotten to watch other, other hockey games, I don't know. There's no place like home, if you will. So Saturday was great to, to get to the game and um, Sunday have a little bit more, of a of a lax day if you will spend time with friends and family and watch a horrible football game (laughs) but my voice is back i'm not sniffling this week there's a lot a lot to be grateful for so uh great weekend and even better episode that we're going to dive in dive into here over at pucks and bolts because uh good news good things to build off of that takes us straight into the breakout let's start with some news um the biggest thing for me was the fact that Friday evening down in Sunrise, Florida, uh, Eric Chernak ended up leaving the game early. He was back on the bench for overtime to support his team, but he was out of the lineup on Saturday versus the New York Islanders mm-hmm. before the game. When when a coach was asked about Chernak's um, injury and stuff, he said that Eric would be day to day after the game. 
he was asked about Chernak again, and he mentioned the fact that he more than likely will be in the lineup Tuesday night versus the LA Kings. So it seems like everything will turn around there. Um, yep. And then today I will get a chance to see if he will be practicing to see where his health fares, but hopefully because while they walked away with wins and points, Kaylee, um, Chernak is a huge contributing factor and a huge defender for these guys in, in front of Vasilevsky. Oh, he, he surely is. And he's one of the guys that got the contract renewals this season. So uh, a little bit bummed to see that he was out with an upper body injury, but good to know that it's day to day. I mean, that, that means that hopefully they're getting him back on the mend versus, you know, week to week or, or being placed on the dreaded, you know, IR list. So, um, that, that, that is Good news, positive news, and Eric Chernak is definitely a guy, especially on defense, where where they did lose some pieces. He's a guy that is a key contributing factor on this defense. So um, ho hopefully we'll have him back very soon. Um, aside from that, uh, I don't I don't really think there's too much going on other than the fact that you know. The Lightning's pre-sale for their retro jerseys sold out. Casey, you didn't get one. Not yet. <laughs> I didn't make it. We were talking about it, and then we both had work stuff to get into. And by the next time I blinked and looked up, it was like, hey, you're actually not purchasing this jersey. So Not yet. Not maybe, yet. Maybe it was the universe saying that I was being more optimistic um, than I than I should have been, if you will. But like I said, I'll buy it. It'll be they memorabilia. Go sale. They go back yeah. on sale. So that was just the pre-sale. I think uh November 1st, there's another round. Opportunity. So I will set my alarm and set be your ready calendars. To... <laughs> November 1. About I'm gonna come knocking on your door the minute that I get it. Like yeah, seriously, come show it off to me. See if the initial just like seeing it without expecting yeah. it makes you love it just a little bit more. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I'm I know I'm gonna like it in person eventually i just don't no no no. i for sure will i just okay. don't know i would <laughs> like, like it on me like i don't uh, know how i would wear that and style it but i but i think it sure. looks it's a great jersey i think that they did great i think that they they uh they definitely like understood yeah. the assignment you know what i mean like they i mean check, you think about check, it they check, picked a check. lot of different little historic things on it and yes. it's got a lot of meaning yeah. it's like the tattoo yeah. that you look at from a distance and you're like i wonder why they got that tattoo <laughs> and yeah, at first like while you're wondering memories. and then you get to the person and they explain it and then it's like oh wow that has all this meaning yeah. behind it and then you can't yeah. judge it anymore mm -hmm. exactly exactly you get those questions 100%. a lot <laughs> so maybe building off of the breakout before we uh break out into some game reviews mm -hmm. uh you and I talked last Pucks and Bolts episode about the Cooper shuffle and some some line shuffling that he did yet again. Um, mm -hmm. We mentioned the fact that, you know, they maintained that first line with Hagel, Point, and Kucherov. Then they switched up the second line with Killer, Stammer, and Nemestikov. Third line switch up Colton, Paul, Perry. And then last line being Maroon, Belly, and um, Koka. The other big change that came about, obviously, with Chernak being out of the lineup. But even I think if he was in the lineup, there were some small changes to the deep pairings. Um, having foot play along Hedman, Perbix and Sergi are starting to strike up some chemistry. And then you had Cole and Myers together when uh, Eric Chernak was out. So um, I would think that we're going to look and see if there's going to be any further, at least deep pairing shuffles, especially if Chernak ends up back in the lineup. But aside from that, I think that these lines started to find something this mm -hmm. weekend. 
Kaylee. I think they started to find enough to maybe build off of. I know I said that last week. Um, and then while they maintained one of the lines that they could count on the most, I think that they kind of struck hot with those with those second and third line um, swap outs. So that's going to lead us down to Sunrise, Florida, Florida Panthers, a little bit of rivalry, whether you like it or not. Um, what was your take from Friday's game? The first set of points that the boys collected over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, my first take in this game is just the fact that they never gave up. I mean, you 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 look at what the Panthers were able to do and and just kind of the back and forth nature of the game. You know, the the Lightning come out and they score they score first. Um, you know, they they put up a power play goal. Um, Steven Stamkos gets it, of course. He's just yeah. so- <laughs> So hot on the power play. We will be talking about another guy who got hot in this game later on, but really starting that scoring early, that's what they needed to do. And we've talked about getting those fast starts. And so that that was a really key emphasis for this team. And it was a really good sight to see. I mean, about seven minutes into the game, um, Mm -hmm. they, they, they strike. And so again, really, really good to see that. Um, And then, and then, you know, things kind of get a little bit away from them. Um, not terribly, you know, they're not down a crazy amount, but but they're down. They're down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the Panthers come back and they, they score pretty quickly um, to even it up. And then you go to the second period, the Panthers strike again. Uh, and, you know, it, it's just one of those things where you don't really want to – to, to see it um, because this Panthers team, you don't want to give them the lead. Um, and then it kind of can feel a little bit like, here we go again. Is this our, is this team let up? Let up another, you know, are they not going to be able to, to really defend well? Are they going to just like let up? And I think one of the biggest things that you saw out of this game was that they didn't, that they dug deep, and, um, really it's interesting because, um, in regulation uh, in the third period, of course it was Braden point, Mr. Clutch, as I call him, because he does tend to come in, in the clutch a lot of times. Oh, um, he, he's, he, he really truly does. Um, and it was a five on five goal, but it's super interesting Casey, because, the way that that worked out, it wasn't actually Braden Point and Nikita Kucherov and mm-hmm. Brandon Hagel on the ice. Actually, it was Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, and Steven Stamkos on the ice as the forward line. A little bit of an old touch there. When Braden Point <laughs> scored that goal. And now they only had, as that three pairing, that you know, the group of three guys together, they only had a minute and 37 seconds on the ice as a line. And that minute and 37 seconds is when Braden Point scored his goal. So, I mean, of course. <laughs> um, but it just goes to show, I mean, it's one of those things where Cooper is, is is very smart. He knows when people are having success together. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of success from Steven Stamkos. And then, um, you know, he knew that at some point, Braden Point, like his his – his shot's going to come. It's going to land. And so Cooper puts them together uh, in the third just to kind of give some spark, and it works. 
Um, and so timely. It's it's very smart that he did that. And it and you're right. It's very, very timely. Um, but I think some of the things that you really learned about this team is that they, they were never able to give up. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing is that they continued to now you can't rely on special teams. We'll get into that when we talk about the <laughs> Islanders game, but they relied on what was hot at the moment. And that was special teams. They, mm-hmm. they, they were able to emphasize and really put a lot of weight in that part of their game because they knew, Hey, you know what? This is the hot part of our five on five. We're not cutting it all that great at the moment. So we need to switch things up and we need to lean into the fact that we are doing really well uh, on the power play, which is where they scored two of their three goals in that game, in that overtime win. And then even when they scored the five on five action goal, it was a little bit of like a remake of uh, <laughs> of what the power play looks like with Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov yeah. and, and Braden Point there. So those are just a few things that I noticed, uh, but Case and super what, yeah. So, what are some things that you you saw out of that game? Some positive takeaways, <laughs> of course. That never giving up. Luckily, luckily there's know. positive. Um, yes. Yeah. So, absolutely, you said it. They didn't give up, and not to say that. Well, I mean, unfortunately, the truth. <laughs> the truth being, at least we've seen that they have that capability after mm-hmm. letting up through multiple games opening up the season, if you will. So not doing that was a big contributing factor for them. And, um, you know, Alex Kloran kind of mentioned the fact that in the middle of the game, sometimes Cooper will make those little shop, you know, those mm-hmm. shuffle ups, if you will, someone's shuffling and it, how timely to do so and, and go back and revert to a line that, you know, has chemistry, knows how to read one another just to try to get the job done. Um, what's wild though, is the amount of penalty minutes that these guys had. So the amount of penalty kill action and power play action that was taking place, special teams commanded a lot of the ice on Friday night. You have 14 minutes of uh, in the penalty box for the lightning and you've got 18 for the Panthers, not so surprising there. Cause as we mentioned, the Panthers are this physical element. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as, as we talked about on the last pucks and bolts episode, it was kind of coming in and figuring out how do you, how do you contain a guy like Kachuk? How do you limit him from opportunity? And he's their one goal and one assist of the night, if you will, assisting on the other goal that the Panthers collected. So definitely problematic. I think a big recipe for them was figuring out how to contain him in the third, uh, eliminate his, his playmaking abilities just a little more. Um, and as you mentioned, kind of those timely line shuffles, which leads me to like the biggest point that I saw this weekend and it rolls from Friday into Saturday, if you will, is, um, better face-off success all weekend. You've got quotes on it. Um, You know, we've talked about it since the first episode of Pucks and Bolts is that success starts in the circle and they're starting Uh to, you know, build off of that. They had 53% face-off success versus the Panthers 47% when it comes to face-off. So if you can control the puck from the center there, then you have more of a chance to set up plays Mm -hmm. and push your team, you know, whatever direction they need to go, depending on where you do face-off. So the rallying in the third was huge. I think that that was a period where, you know, they typically lacked having an engine all season long, being able to see that they have the capability to play and show up in the third period. And this is a team that, tell me if I'm wrong here, I feel like they love overtimes. We've seen it since the bubble 
they just kind of hit this different gear. They get a different look in their eyes. Like they don't fear overtime whatsoever. No. It's almost like they sickly enjoy it. Uh, I know Bolts fans have had to live through some really, really Ooh. tough overtimes. Um, so I feel like they had a, di a couple different things in Friday night's game that are going that helped with a momentum swing that hopefully doesn't just you know stay within Saturday night's success that it can carry into this West Coast tour that they are about to take on here. So um, for me, it was the faceoff success stepping up. It was showing that they can have a motor in that third period and um, that they can make timely decisions, but more than likely they're not afraid to go in and, and play that extra mile of the game on the ice there. So they show that they can play all three periods and um, was it still the, the stammer show? Yeah. But Braden Point getting involved, I think, was a good energizer for the rest of the squad to let them know like, hey, because they had said it um, in Thursday's practice or after Thursday's practice. And they said it Friday too, you know, more people have to get involved than just stammer. Everybody has to step mm -hmm. up here. And they didn't particularly find that entirely on Friday, but the success that they had on Friday, I think swung into Saturday. Right. Kaylee. It did. It did. And, and just one more, two more points on this game. We got to do our cherry pickers before we go on to into Saturday's game. Cause right. We're doing, cherry picker i was doing a per cherry game. per game yeah, yeah. we got to do one per game gotta uh, give their their love <laughs> one thing that the lightning did not heed my advice in is <laughs> staying out of the penalty box i would have liked to i would have liked them to stay out of the penalty box i mean definitely not 14 more. minutes that was yeah i mean <laughs> the, between the between the two teams they had 12 power plays. Now, luckily, Florida didn't execute on any of their power plays, but that's not going to be normal. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you let them have five chances at power play, that's an area of your game that you need to clean up. You need to, mm -hmm. you need to be a little bit better. You cannot give a really good team, especially because the power play, it can get hot at times. And you, you just can't give a really good team like the Panthers mm -hmm. five opportunities at, you know, a man advantage yep. to, to get at you. So that is a, is a little part of their game that I would like to see them step up. <laughs> I am glad, Casey, that they were able to defend well um, on the penalty kill. And then they were able to capitalize on two of the seven power plays that they had. Uh, so uh, again, I, a little bit hotter in the, in the special teams, again, kind of feeding the hand that's hot a little bit there. Um, mm -hmm. although not perfect because two of seven is, uh, it's, it's okay. It's not great. Um, yeah. I really like what you said about the face-offs. Um, and, and it's something that, like I said previously, this team has been very aware of and very, mm -hmm. very much working on Jeff Halpern is, is the coach that really focuses on face-offs and and he's really really good at it um and the fact that this team is getting better in the circle it means that they're not chasing the game so that's really good mm -hmm. on that note Casey my cherry picker again I gotta be basic yeah. it's gotta <laughs> be Braden Point Mr. Clutch the fact that you come up big in both the third period to tie the game sending the game into overtime and then just a few minutes into overtime you come up with the overtime winner, Steven Stamkos and Corey Perry on the assist on that Braden point overtime winning goal. 
gosh, I don't have the stats in front of me, but Braden Point has to have like the most or or at <laughs> least pretty high of overtime game winning goals on this Lightning team, especially in the last few years. He he really truly has been Mr. Clutch for this team. So he gets to be my cherry picker, which is just, you know, the best, the best guy on the ice. It's like, it's like stars fans. It's he's essentially my number one star for this game. Get the number one star of the game. I was going to say, (laughs) you're, you're, you're right there in step with, with what's right, Kaylee. Sometimes being basic is just what's right. Um, And Along those lines, my cherry picker is actually going to be Nikita Kucherov, the ninja. He uh, he collected two points Friday, one on Saturday, leads the team in assist with eight assists, eight points, 19 shots on goal. And, um, you know, there, which we'll get into here in a minute when we start breaking down the Islanders. But, you know, Alex Korn mentioned the fact that these are guys, Stammer, Kucherov, you know, even point where you know that when they have an opportunity to keep the puck on their stick, they're going to do something special eventually. And um, last episode of Pucks and Bolts here at Odyssey, I mentioned looking at the game just because you're not hearing his name as much. Sometimes you might not realize just how much uh, wizardry, <laughs> if you will, Nikita Kucherov is doing out there. I feel like you have to be outlandish with the words that you use to describe Kuch, but no, he's out there. He he's setting up his team for success. He's putting pucks. For, he's pushing pucks forward, uh, getting them towards the net, helping out so much more than you know landing landing pucks in 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 the net there. And eventually, it's just going to come, as you mentioned, Kaylee. They will fall. Um, but I think I I definitely think it needs to be acknowledged that Nikita Kucherov is putting in so much work um, and helping his team move things along there. So Kuch is my is my cherry picker of Friday night's game. I could have gone basic. I could have said Stammer, but we give Stammer so much love and he's the captain. He's doing what what great leaders do. He's leading. So, we're going to we're going to hand that star off to another guy. Um, which makes me excited to see what we're going to choose for this next game, but yes. as mentioned, 